Oh, there we go. All right, it's the Buckeyes and Irish preview show. I promise you it is. It is recording now. I'm Tito Jeff Fitoff. He is Rob Fitoff. The same last name because we are cousins. He and his family are the lone Notre Dame fans in the Fitoff clan. As far as I know, Rob hosts the um, the Fighting Irish, the Notre Dame Blitz that we do here on the DSP Media Online family. And uh, the big one coming up on Saturday, Ohio State, Notre Dame, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. ABC televising it. Uh, um, uh, the College Game Day will be out there with Herb Street and those guys. They're honoring the 0-2 national championship team for Ohio State from 20 years ago. Krenzel and Claret and Tressel and all those guys will be out there. Um, Rob, uh, Ohio State comes in ranked second, Notre Dame fifth. First, I want to ask you, is Notre Dame's ranking of fifth justified, do you think? I believe so. I think you got two really good teams that are separated from the pack, Alabama and Ohio State. Georgia's number three, but I don't think I don't think they're going to win it this year or even make the playoffs. They lost a lot last year. Fourth, I believe, is Clemson. A lot of uncertainty at quarterback with uh, DJ Uyunglele or whatever his name is. I think you nailed it. Yeah, all right. I, I was practiced that a thousand times. So. I called the Clemson quarterbacks all yeah, I said. Yeah, all right. And then we're at five, and then I really don't – I know Utah's supposed to have a good team this year, but good offense. But as we saw in the Rose Bowl, I know they had a lot of guys hurt that game. Right. But defense is a big question. So even though we're fifth, I think there's a wide gap between one and two and the rest of the pack. So, you know, you always like to be a top five team. But, again, I don't know in a traditional sense we're that top five team, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell. You know, we talked to, you know, Michigan, they, they've got a lot of question marks because they lost both their coordinators. Hell, Clemson lost both their coordinators too. And they have, right. a, I, I think Michigan's quarterback situation, although it's unsettled right now, mm-hmm. I think I'd rather have Michigan's quarterback situation than Clemson's, uh, at least as it stands right now. I think right. At least Michigan knows they've got one guy who was successful for them, whereas Clemson mm-hmm. struggled with that all year last year. Right. Um, so the the spread comes out, um, Ohio State 17 and a half. And, um, you know, we talk about Ohio State being, yeah, Ohio State, Alabama, the top two teams in the country. I, I agree with you that. I think that's that, that's where the clear drop-off starts is at that point after those two. Are you or were you surprised that the point spread was that big? Hell no. Because, <laughs> one, I mean, you're going into the horseshoe the first game. Right. The crowd's going to be jacked up. A hell of an offense coming back in Ohio yep. State. Notre Dame, I mean, the hype is there right now with the new coach. Mm-hmm. You know, a top – Right now, top three recruiting class for 2023. But you have a brand new quarterback. He did get some action last year, but it was all pretty much running situations. When he did pass, I think he got picked off two or three times. Right. The wide receiver core is solid, but it's extreme. It's not healthy right now. We're down to five, I believe. Okay. And one of those is a walk-on, Matt Salerno. So I know you have Lorenzo Styles. Who's he? Braden Lindsay. He's more yeah. of a track guy, though. Really s- good speedster. Hopefully, this is his year. He's a fifth-year senior, but again, a track guy playing football. Right. So you take away those two, and of course, Michael Mayer, but he's a tight end. Right. And then, of course, you know, we lost. Um, God, the name's uh, slipping my mind right now. The kid that's out for the year. Oh yeah, the wide receiver's out for the year. Yeah. Yeah. Number. Th- God, why can't I think of him? I'll think of him eventually. Yeah. But again, a kid that came in. As a quarterback, was switched to cornerback, right? Wide receiver. He did everything he could. He tore his ACL last year, and then he 
um, toward again during uh, spring practice. So, and he was the most experienced wide receiver. And then, but again, just five receivers, that's my biggest concern. And that's where I'm not too confident at all about this game. Yeah, it's um, Avery Davis who were. Who Avery were Davis, right? yeah. I don't know why I couldn't Avery think. Davis, he's yeah. been there. He's like a six year, he's a six year senior, more or less. Damn, there should be a doctor how long he's been there. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah he so. could come back next year if he petitions right. because he had the COVID year and then he ripped up his knee last year and he was redshirted. So, yes, Avery Davis is the name. I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised by the point spread either. I know it started off like at 13 or 14, and then Ohio State, people are betting it up, and that's what moved the line to 17 and a half. I don't think it'll move much higher. That might actually might go down to seven, around 17 right. by kickoff. But it is very strange when you look at it like, oh, it's a second ranked team and a fifth ranked team. Right. Neither team's played a game yet this year. It's not like, which it, it, that's that part's fascinating to me because, you know, in every other sport, it, even like in college basketball, you know, like Ohio State will play Chaminade or something like that to start the year right. an exhibition right. game. In football, they're just diving right in. They're like, neither team gets some kind of cupcake beforehand to kind of work on things. And so, you know, all, all we're basing all of the things on now is what we saw last year and what we are hearing about so far this year. But these right. guys haven't faced another team since January. Right. And I know they say they don't put past results in, but it's been since, I know the date, November the 13th, 1993, the last time we won a big game. I mean, we've had some quality wins. Right. Past 20... That's the last big win for Notre Dame. 29, yeah, Florida State, Battle of the Century. I didn't, I see, I never thought about that one, but I guess I'm trying to think of other signature wins they may have had. Well, uh, okay, when they went to the, when they went to the college playoff, they didn't win any big games that year. But were they to that level? Because they beat the number one team. Yeah. I mean, I know they won at Oklahoma in 2012. Right. I always thought the Music City Bowl, when they beat an average LSU team, but they beat an SEC team. That was in 2000. 14 going into 15. Sure. But I can't think of any, I would say maybe Stanford 2012, the goal line stand. Right. When they had anti Teo. Yeah. But really that's, that's been it. And then they lost to BC the next week. And right. then I will say they won the cotton bowl on January 1st. So was, yeah. Yeah. So that was like the last big bowl they won, but last big, big game, in my opinion, November 13th, 1993 against Florida state. That is so hard to believe when you think about the the reputation. Like Brian Kelly had a reputation as a good coach for Notre Dame, you know, like a right. solid coach for Notre Dame. And to think that in his entire time there, they never had a bigger win than that. Right. They beat who they were supposed to beat. Well, here's but, the thing, too. Yeah. After that Cotton Bowl win in January 1st, 1994, it was December the 24th, 2008, the last time they won a bowl game. They had that, that big long? gap. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize Before that. they won that. Yeah. Well, yeah, from 94 to 2008, and they've won right. bowl games since then. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they won the, what, Hawaii Bowl against Hawaii. Right. Where Jimmy Clausen played a perfect – I will say Jimmy Clausen played a perfect game that day. But, again, it's Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> right. so it's Hawaii. Watch. It was nice with family watching on Christmas Eve. And sure. Finally a bowl win, and it was Charlie Weiss of all coaches to right. get that bowl win. So what, what's going to be fun about this game for me is, uh, first, both teams have got – had major changes, obviously, to their coaching staffs right. from where they ended the regular season last year with obviously Marcus Freeman taking over, mm-hmm. Brian Kelly leaving Ohio State, overhauled their defensive staff um, and uh, brought in Jim Knowles. And I, I can't, like at 7.36 or so, if Notre Dame gets the ball first, that first couple of plays they run, 
Twitter will blow up. Social media will blow up with Ohio State right. fans. If Notre Dame does something huge or if right. Ohio State stuffs Notre Dame right away, it'll be like, oh, my God, the defense sucks again. Yeah. So that part is really interesting to me to see how it goes. I, I don't really think Ohio State will have a lot of trouble moving the ball in Notre Dame or anybody else this year for that matter. Right. I think they'll be able to move the ball. But the, the, the battle between the offense of Notre Dame, the inexperienced quarterback, and the lack of receiver depth, and they're really going to try to, I guess, Rob, right? They're going to try to just pound the ball and keep the ball away from Ohio State's offense and try to do what the formula was last year yeah. to beat Ohio State, right? Which is ground right. and pound. Yeah, keep away. Play keep away, yeah. pretty much. I think that's it's what kind I like in basketball. It's kind of like in basketball, waiting for the shot clock to get down to 30, 31 seconds and go. Right. I don't know if that's going to work, though, because Kelly tried that against Alabama in the playoffs right. in 2020. And to me, it just made it more conservative instead of just going out there and see what happens. Right. And I know we that game was – I know Saban kind of backed off a little bit. 31-14, to 14, I think that was the closest anyone really came to Alabama yeah. that year. I think you're right. I mean, I don't think anyone would have beat – that was a really good Alabama team. Right. But uh, I don't know if that's – again, our offense – I just – that's the big thing. I don't think our offense can keep up with Ohio State's offense. I think our defense is solid. I mean, I, I wrote this down. I think defensive line, right? Notre Dame has the edge. I think linebackers, Notre Dame has the edge. I even think secondary, which is a shock, even during, during the Lou Holtz days. Right. I thought our secondary sucked. I know we had Bobby Taylor a couple uh, years, sure. Pat Terrell, you know, the when he batted down the pass, Catholics versus convicts, Todd yep. Light. Yeah. But even Lou Holtz didn't have great secondaries. Uh, what else here? Linebackers, secondary, special teams. I'll give to Ohio State. We have a new kicker this year. Right. But here's, like I said, the college game right now, you have to have a high-octane offense, yeah, efficient offense to win a title. LSU, Clemson's when they had Trevor Lawrence, Alabama when they yeah. had Devontae Smith. Here's the thing. We do not match up with the quarterback, at least as I've, I know it. I'm pretty sure because right. I don't know enough about Tyler Buckner. But I'm pretty sure CJ Stroud's better. Running back, we have solid running backs, but it's not right. Travion Henderson. Right. And obviously the wide receiver. So quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. Yeah. Even though I think on paper it's about five to two. Right. But that two is so much, especially that yeah. one, the quarterback, wide receiver, and uh running back. That's why I'm just saying I just I just don't see it. Yeah, it's gonna be um I, I think that. The uh, Notre Dame certainly, I think they have a more proven defense, obviously, in Ohio State. Um, right. Talent-wise, I, I think Ohio State is better than they, they showed last year. Right. I think the scheme will make a big difference. This 4-2-5 scheme that Jim Knowles is putting in. Um, and I, I, they're going to be more aggressive, I think. And I expect guys like Zach Harrison to be in the in the backfield quite a bit for Ohio State. Right. Um, Jack Sawyer's looked great so far for everything I've heard. And so um, I think that where Ohio State last year – had a big advantage and where their defense didn't their defense was exposed when teams ran on them. But when they right. got out to big leads on team and forced teams to throw, that's when their defensive, um, all the deficiencies were really hidden well because right. you knew teams had to throw that you'd be down right. by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. You knew they had to throw the ball. And right. that's going to be Ohio State's key in this one is to jump out early and force Notre Dame to get rid of that that ground that the ground game attack and right. try to force Notre Dame to make uh, big plays through the air in order to stay in the game. What do you think about linebacker though? Still weakness for OSU? Yeah, I think it's probably still weakness for OSU. It, and that's the thing is like I when you look at it, and I do I know you can't get wrapped up too much like all oh, this guy's a five star, four star, whatever right. coming out. But when you you look at the talent Ohio State has, um and and the fact that 
what what uh, Ryan Day said at, at Big Ten at the Big Ten media days. We came out and he said, "Look, this team that we have that come that's back now is essentially the same team we put on the field against Utah. You know, Utah." Right ran all over Ohio state in the first half. He said, it's the same, essentially the same defense we had last year. And he said, we were 69th last year in uh in yards per game allowed. He mm-hmm. said, our expectation this year is a top 10 defense, which if you think about it, that all that saying is it was coaching last year. It was scheming last year. It right. wasn't talent. And then Jim Knowles backed it up when Jim Knowles was told about that. Jim Knowles said, hell, I wish you would have said top five. That's my expectation. Right. Um, so, <laughs> I think Ohio State has more talent than Notre Dame does on defense as a whole. It's just a question if they can execute, you know, right. what the scheme right. would be. I think that's where you'll, you'll see the difference. Right. Because I know, uh, like, they had that Le- that Eichenberg kid. His brother played at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a pretty – we got to attack that right there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's that's the way you're gonna, yeah. that Notre Dame yeah. has We're to do. We're going to have to do that. Yeah. And our D-line has to get pressure on Stroud. Right. Because even though I think our corners are better than years past, mm-hmm. they'll look a lot better if we can get to Stroud and it can force him to make quick decisions because again, looking at my notes here of the three games, he got knocked in the mouth. So Oregon, Nebraska, which they lucked out on. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And Michigan, he didn't fare too. Now maybe he's going to improve this year. Sure. But that's like my shimmer or like little piece of hope I have. Right. We can get to Stroud, knock him in the mouth. Let's see how he responds. For response, like last year in those three games, yeah, two out of the three lost. So, right. again, that's that. You're right. That'll be the key. Here. That'll be the key is we don't yeah. get get in there and put pressure on. And, and Ohio State, you know, even going beyond Trayvon Henderson, uh, Mayan Williams is an incredible running back. He would right. start for any other team in the Big Ten if he were if he were not on Ohio State. He could transfer somewhere right now and start for almost any team in the country. I would say right. um, he's really talented too. Um, so. Uh, that's well, Ohio State. They'll use that same formula they've used before, where they're gonna they're gonna pass a lot and get going that way. They're gonna use uh, Henderson. They'll use Williams quite a bit as well, and just try to score quick, score often, and force Notre Dame out of their game. Notre Dame's running game. How is that? Uh, how is that set up for this year? Well, we lost Kyron Williams right to the draft, but again, Aldrich estimate you probably haven't heard that name too much. He only yeah. had about five to six carries last year. Right. He's a man child. I mean, he looks like a mini Jerome Bettis. I mean, that, really? yes. Yeah. So it's going to be between him, Chris Tyree, mm-hmm. and the kid from Ohio, Jabron Payne. Yeah. I believe he was he from Dayton or? I think he was from the Dayton area. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was. Yeah. And Logan Diggs is out right now. So again, kind of thin right there, but quality, quality, you know, like I said, with Chris Tyree and Audric Estime, they're going to have to carry the load pretty much. Right. But again, Estime is a huge back. I mean, if you think Jerome Bettis, not as big as that. Right. But every time he got the ball last year, I mean, it was like five, six, ten yards at times. But Brian Kelly doesn't like to play the freshman. Right. Unless it's like Michael Mayer or, you know, someone highly touted. Sure. But when I saw his picture, like when he was on campus last year going into, you know, not spring training, but training camp. Yeah. I mean, it's like, how is this kid not going to play? And he only played maybe – the last game, I forget who was the last game that we played. It wasn't USC last year. Not um, who was God? Well, not Stanford, but it was a home game actually. Whatever our last home game was last year, right? He put him in. And, oh, it was uh, Georgia Tech, and I know they okay. weren't the greatest team, right? But if you look up his stat, I, I bet you he ran for about forty to fifty yards for two drives. But Aldrich oh, Estime. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Remember that name, but pretty much so. Chris Tyree, he's not an every down back, but think of, I hate to say it this way, but a poor man's Reggie Bush. Right. He's got an explosive. Do you remember the uh, kickoff return during the Wisconsin game when yeah. Notre Dame was down? Like, I think, I believe we were down 13 to 10 or it was 13 to 13. And he right. ran it back 100 or 96 yards. That's Chris Tyree, number right. 25. He wears Rockets number. Um, he's kind of struggled with some injuries the last year, but he's had some long, long runs in his short two years at Notre Dame. He's an explosive guy, but we just got to get him in those positions to create more explosive plays. So, but really it's just from what I've been reading, it's about three right now. It's Chris Tyree, Aldrich Estime will carry the heavy load on Saturday and they may have to use Jabron Payne, the true freshman, because Logan Diggs, he, uh, uh, what did he, he tore, not a towards rotator cuff cause he'd be out longer, but his pec muscle, he hurt that during spring training or, or spring games. I don't know why I keep saying spring right. training. But the spring game, he uh, it was actually right in front of me because I was in the front row for this spring game. So he'll be out possibly the first four to five games. Logan Diggs, another solid running. He had had six for 61 in that game against Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's numbers in that one. But the the big back, like that huge back you're talking about, you know, that that type of back, you don't see that very often in college football anymore. No, no. Um, Guy like that kind of size that can really move piles. Um, right. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out as well. But then um, again, so you mentioned- I forgot to say though, Tyler Buckner, yeah. he's more or less a running back playing quarterback. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's another. He let him, he so let him rushing in that. Yeah. So again, it's going to be Buckner, uh, Aldrich Estime, and then Chris Tyree carrying the load on Saturday. So. You know, you talked about the key for Notre Dame is to like one of their big keys will be getting to Stroud and putting pressure on him and forcing him out of the pocket, forcing him to be uncomfortable back there. What would be like, um, what do you consider to be like if this happens early on? If you see something going on in the game, say, you know, if this happens early to Notre for Notre Dame, if they can't do this, it's gonna be a long game. Like, what would be the worst thing possible scenario for Notre Dame to come out and do or not be able to execute on something early Simple. on? Stop Travion Henderson. They have yeah. to stop him. If they can't stop him, right? I mean, Stroud's just going to pick him apart too. If you can't yeah. stop the run, because yeah. you're going to give you're going to give away some yards passing. I yeah. mean, we're, I've accepted that. I think Notre Dame has accepted that. But I think they're going to have to first take away Travion Henderson. And if they can't do that, it's yeah. it's the Alabama national championship game. What was that? January eighth, twenty thirteen. It could be like that quick. Yeah, I think that's like if they cannot stop Travion Henderson, it is yeah. like a 42 to four, or what was it, 35 to nothing, right? Halftime during that yeah. national championship game. I think for Ohio State, there everything's going to tie in. Cause I, I have confidence in the offense. Like, you know, we talked, I think the, the offense like, is going to score 40 or 50 points every game this season. I right. think that will happen for Ohio State. But for Ohio State, the key for them will be getting that fast start on defense and playing with some confidence because if Notre Dame comes out, and like drives down the field and scores in their first drive and then gets a, a long drive on their second drive and moves the ball the first couple of times mm-hmm. they get the ball. They don't have to score both times. They just move the ball, though, and not be intimidated by Ohio State. Then I think Ohio State's in a little bit of trouble at that point only because, it, first of all, you'll sense the, the air come out of the room in, at the right. stadium you know, because the fans right. will be panicking. And then right. the players might start questioning things as well. I hope they won't, but they have to have, to have a good start defensively a three and out the first time force. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, all right, before we wrap this up, do you have a prediction for this 17 and a half point game? Let me say this first. Yes. I said I think you know what I'm going to predict. <laughs> but for us to have a chance to win, which I'm not going to predict, obviously. Right. Think uh remember to me the greatest Ohio State team in my lifetime, the nineteen ninety eight team. Yeah, the Michigan State me, the, game. Yes. <laughs> the Michigan State game. Right. right. It was what was it about? They were trailing about what about 13 points the whole game or 17 yeah. points. Yep. If we can keep it between 10 and 13 points, right. where Ohio State just can't get over the hump and put us away. Yeah. And then we get into the fourth quarter. If there's like a turnover, mm-hmm. if we score a quick touchdown, cut it to like six, five, four, whatever. Right. And more or less Ohio State gets tight. And then yeah. we score another touchdown, go up by anywhere from three to four points. Right. I think possibly Ohio State gets tight. They choke somehow. That's my only that's the way I only see us winning this game is to keep it between 10, 13, maybe even 14 points. Right. And then sneak up on them in the fourth quarter. Get a big turnover or something. Right. And that's yeah. how the MS, the Michigan State game was. I think the Texas game in 05, as I look yeah. at my notes here, was as well. Having said that though, yes. There's just so many unknowns right now. And that's the thing. If this game was maybe week five, sure, maybe the deficit wouldn't be as big as what I'm going to predict shortly. Right. But again, brand new quarterback, brand new, a lot of brand new just coaches in general. It's not just Marcus Freeman. Right. And, you know, Tommy Reese, you know, the puppet strings are off him now. So maybe he's not as good as we think either without Brian Kelly, you know. Or maybe uh, he's better. Right. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Because Brian Kelly micromanaged him. So who knows? But having said that, I just don't think we, as I said before, we can keep up with their offense. We may be able to, this is probably the best defense Ohio State has played. And now what will this be? The fifth matchup in my lifetime? Uh, The two bowl games, right? So, and usually those games we had better offenses. Sure. Yeah. Now this time we're coming in with a unknown offense and a fairly decent defense. It was flipped the the other years. Right. So, Again, I just don't see us. I think it could be like a Alabama Notre Dame game from the right. national championship game where it's like 35 to 7, 42 to 7 at half, and then Ryan Day just kind of backs off. Who knows? But in any event, I'm going to say 52 to 24 OSU. Okay. We're cl- I, I, I had 45 to 17 written down is where I was going with that. I, think I, I do think Ohio State covers a spread in this game. Yeah. And yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I think it'll be Ohio State will score well over 40 points in this right. game. And uh, if Notre Dame scores 24, that, that that's actually what I think they will score. That, that's actually not too bad against this Ohio State right. team on the road with this young team. So, um, and but, again, I hope I'm wrong because a lot of yeah. like, you have, you know, no confidence. What kind of fan are you? I'm a realistic <laughs> fan. I, like I said, it's been November 13th, 1993 since we won a big game. Right. And again, here's my thing too. And I know this is kind of cliche and kind of like, the kid that's not really good at sports, but as long as you improve throughout the year, sure. that's how I'm doing with this team because there's so much unknown. And I just think there's got a, a lot of kinks they have to work out. I just want them to get great. I want them to win games, right. but again, I'm predicting nine and three and a bull win. Yeah. But I want them to consistently get better each week for each yeah. game. They're better than week three. They're better than week two, week four. They're better than week three because the 1988 team that won the national title their worst game, I think, was the first game against Michigan. They should not have won yeah. that game. You're right. If Gillette doesn't go wide right, 
Yeah. They win that game. What was it? They won like 21 to 19 because I think yeah. the final score was 19 to 18. If that happens, we probably don't beat Miami. But again, right. after that week, I think they just kind of loosened up a little. Tony Rice just got on a roll. The defense yep. got on a roll. And I, even that game, there's been like three games in my lifetime where it's like, I knew my team was going to win because, because right. I think we were six and zero going into that game. And I remember dad and I went to the Purdue game. I'm like, this is a different Notre Dame team than I've seen. Cause I was only like 12 going on 13 then. Yeah. And I was just like, I haven't seen a defense like this. I just haven't seen a team with an enthusiasm and confidence a lot different than the Jerry Faust days. Right. I knew we were going to win that Miami game and they yeah. got even better after that. They had a couple hiccups. I think they had a, they were kind of sleepwalking through the Navy game and right. there might've been another, but they pretty much consistently got better. And then they just destroyed pretty much West Virginia in the right. Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. But again, and then the other two, not to get off track, but when uh, Pittsburgh beat uh, Indianapolis in the two thousand, when Bredis fumbled the ball. Right. I just, I kind of knew once they beat Cincinnati in that playoff game, they were on a roll. They're going to win that. And when Notre Dame women beat Connecticut in 2018 at the final four downtown in Columbus. Yeah. Those are three times I was, I'm like, there's no way we're losing, but I do not feel that way this week at all. I actually, I feel the other way. I think it's a guaranteed loss, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm eating crow. Yeah. Or, but the thing is with, even though I think it's probably going to be a blowout. Right. I think that, they're going to lose some recruits after that too. Because it, it's a big recruiting tool this weekend too. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. But like I said, the only difference about this game than the prior other, what is it? Five is I think the defense, this is probably the best defense we've had, but it's probably one of the weaker offenses just going in because there's no Brady Quinn because for the Fiesta Bowl. Right. That was a pretty good offense, but it's a horrible defense from yeah. Charlie Wise. And then a lot of true freshmen playing in the Fiesta Bowl in 2016. Um, horrible defensive coordinator, Brian Van Gorder. And then the 95 team, that game actually Notre Dame was pretty much controlling until Emmett Mosley fumbled the punt return. And then Terry Glenn and all that uh, Eddie yeah. Ford went off. But then the next year, pretty much Ohio State dominated the game in South Bend, from yeah, what I remember. Did. Yep. But again, All right. trying to get off track, but just to kind of give oh, you my yeah, what's yeah, going, yeah. Up, going up on here because uh, I think you just got to see what happens and then get ready for Marshall the next week. And again, keep improving. That's my that's my goal with this team. I know that's not a, a alpha male answer, right. but I'm just being realistic for a new coach and new coaching system. But I think if we continue the improvement and recruiting, get that depth right. that we've yep. never had in the past almost 30 years, I think we got a chance to compete in the next couple of years in the playoff and hopefully win a championship. Follow, listen, subscribe to the Fighting Irish uh, Daily Blitz. That's what Rob will do there. I do the Buckeye Blitz. You can follow, follow, listen, subscribe to all that thing. Uh, your Twitter's at Pete off. Is that correct? That's correct. And I am at Thit Happens. Make sure you follow us there as well. And uh, this was fun, Rob. Thanks for taking the time, brother. Thank you. All right. The game is coming up again Saturday night uh, at 7.30 Eastern times when that game will kick off. Number five, Notre Dame. And uh, number two, Ohio State. And Rob and I will be talking about that on our respective blitzes, I'm sure, coming up on Sunday. So uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the show. Go Irish. <laughs>